0: Welcome to the Sport Kite Podcast. I am your host, Nick O'Neill, and I wanted to thank you for tuning in and listening. If this is the first time that you've tuned in, just want to let you know that we do have sportkite.org. It is a website, a growing resource for sport kite pilots, flyers, enthusiasts, whether you're brand new at this or you're an old hat, we are trying to add new information every week. And that would not be possible without our amazing and wonderful supporters, those of you that have gone over to buymeacoffee.com slash sport kite and pitched in a little bit. It is just amazing to see the response we're getting and a super big shout out and thank you to all of you. All right. So let's get into this episode it is following hot on the heels of a three-part interview we did with john Baresi, and we will be talking with him a little bit later again and we're also going to be doing another chat with the overall group uh, that we kind of started this podcast with and so if you have any questions regarding tips techniques tricks uh, design, anything when it comes to sport kites. Send it in to info@sportkite.org and we'll bring it up in one of the next podcast episodes and hopefully answer all of your f- super awesome questions that you might have about flying. So this week's episode, though, is going to be a little bit of a recap of what has been going on out there in the kite world, and just kind of touching base on a handful of the things that are upcoming and some of the discussions that I've been seeing around the internet that I think might be useful uh, for you to know about, or that they might spark off a conversation between you and your friends, uh all that other good stuff so let's go ahead and jump into that right now so in case you may have missed it uh john Baresi and kite forge are running a video contest for all of those gin flyers out there those are folks that have purchased the gin from kiteforge or kiteforge.com and uh yeah it looks pretty cool it's a video contest. that's running from October 5th to December 5th. And the idea is that you submit a video of you flying, kind of doing your thing and just kind of doing the, you know, your overall loveliness when it comes to sport kite flying. So what's really cool about this is not only can you enter more than once, ideally not entering a bunch of times, but you can enter more than once. And it's supposed to be about how you kind of interpret everything that's going on, the music, the choreography, the visual aspects, a little bit about yourself, uh, how well you're flying, or just your type of flying. And yeah, it's really about kind of bringing attention to all of the amazing flyers out there that happen to be uh, gin flyers. And kind of, you know, just raising the love and and everything like that. But what's really cool about this is that at the end, uh, there are five top prizes that are going to be awarded and the first place is full air travel on united airlines from anywhere in the world to portland oregon for three to six days of flying fun and training visiting iconic locations you may have seen in some of john barresi's videos as well as some of that time in long beach washington Lodging may be shared with him in his extremely humble home in Portland or friends in Long Beach, Washington, and all local transportation related to arrival, departure, kite flying will be provided by the winner. So the big takeaway there is that you can get a free plane ticket to come out from anywhere in the world to hang out and get some one-on-one flying and traveling or one-on-one flying and learning from john Baresi himself so the second place in that uh you get full credit towards one new gin um Including custom colors and and all of that other stuff. So that's really cool You could actually get another kite Uh, third place is a $200 credit fourth place one set of uh, standard flying lines and some mystic rods and fifth place would be t-shirt and a decal so really cool I've already been watching a ton of entries coming in and I know John is keeping track of all of these and I think at the end of this he's going to be uh, showcasing and highlighting those folks but most of these videos are actually on YouTube and they're out there in the public so you can go find them. Uh, Really awesome. Just look for gin video contest or uh, something of (laughs) that sort, gin flying contest. Uh, I believe that somewhere in the main title, it has to have gin, DG, sorry, D-J-I-N-N by Kite Forge. Uh, So that'll help you find it if you're just kind of wanting to get uh, kind of some perspective on how people are flying. And yeah, so shout out to that. I love video contests. I think they are the way of kind of the future for kite competition and raising awareness. And yeah, it's just a huge like passion project of mine. And I absolutely love seeing it. And I love seeing all of these amazing videos coming out of the woodworks. And it's from everyone who is an experienced fly it. Uh, experienced pilot or flyer to those that are brand new and they have just picked up their first kite but they are being authentic and they're sharing their true selves and that is so amazing and so beautiful so go check it out uh, I believe you can also find some more information on the kite forge page on Facebook or in the gin owners group but I believe you have to be a member of that group and um, so, if you're not, best bet is to go to the Kite Forge on Facebook or to look up Gin by Kite Forge on YouTube, and it should start pulling up several of the videos. So on to the next little happening that's going on out there that I thought was somewhat interesting. And I'm not sure what my opinion is on this just yet, but I thought it was an interesting discussion because it is a discussion that has happened for several decades. And I think that it is somewhat relevant to here at the SportKite podcast and sportkite.org. All right, so let me see if I can best describe <laughs> this topic. Uh, so, when I founded sportkite.org, I founded it with the idea that it was for maneuverable uh, kites that we sometimes call stunt kites or sport kites. And those tend to be dual line or quad line kites. Now, there are There are a handful of three line or five line or what have you that are out there. But for the majority, when we're speaking of sport kites, we're talking about dual line and quad line kites, and they are maneuverable. You can change direction with them. You can place them. You can do tricks with them. Uh, No matter what your style of flying is, it's more about what the capability of the kite is that defines it as a sport kite. All right. So with that being said, there is some conversation out there that keeps coming back regarding a change in the name of fighter kites, very specifically North American style flying of fighter kites. And these are single line kites that are maneuverable and they definitely do move around a lot more than say a static single line and they require continuous input and you can somewhat do tricks with them and you can somewhat direct them where to go there's a change in depth perception you can cause them to spin left spin right go up go down so by that standard in a way they are sport kites and there are a handful of folks that are advocating that they now be called single line sport kites and again i haven't made up my mind just yet i'm really interested in what everyone else kind of thinks here what they would advocate for is the definition of a sport kite is it only for the dual line and quad line style of kites or would it also include the single line maneuverable kites such as the North American fighter kites um, what exactly would qualify <laughs> and where do we draw the line I you know it's it's a very interesting question So what are some of the reasons that folks are using to advocate for this position? Well, one of them is the precedence, the history behind it. And truly, before sport kites in the sense of dual line and quad line sport kites came onto the scene, it was these single line maneuverable kites that were defined as sport kites or stunt kites. And it was from there that sport kites. Kites as we know it now kind of took its its leap and kind of journeyed off into a separate angle. So in a way, we have to credit these single line maneuverable kites as the origin of our style of of flying. So that is one argument. The other argument that I've seen passed around a bit is that it may help shift or change the perception of that style of kite flying when it comes to event organizers or festivals or even trying to make something happen just locally. And the reason I say that is because if you ever go onto Google or your favorite search engine and you pull up news stories and you type in the word kite, you're going to see a lot of references to what we can say is the dangerous side of fighter kites. And that tends to be in other countries where there's a little bit less regulation and a butt ton more of kite flyers than we have here. So the levels of magnitude are significantly different, but you do see articles that reference that a kite string was laying across the road and it cut some girl's throat who was on a motorcycle or you know all this other death and damage, and of course, when the uninitiated event organizer or festival of uh, organizer, or even Joe Schmo at the parks and rec, who is going to sign off on your permit to have an event there, they've typed in fighter kites, and that is the first thing that comes up is these news articles of people getting hurt and dying. And it really is not a fair representation of the sport, let alone of the North American style of fighter kite flying. So that they kind of are advocating that if they change the name to single line sport kites, when you Google sport kites, you get awesome stuff. You get sportkite.org, you get this podcast, you get, fun shows, you get, you get all the good stuff. And that is really what that group of people is about. So you know what, perhaps that is a very valid argument. And again, let me be clear that I have not decided one way or the other. I'm just kind of soaking in all of the arguments and all of the reasons and listening to it. And I wanted to share it with you, who are predominantly dual line quad line sport kite flyers. If you're listening to this, and would love to hear what you think. Uh, you can either message us at the sportkite.org Facebook page or send an email to info at sportkite.org or if you know me personally on Facebook, I'll even take a DM, You know, drop me a message and I would love to hear what you think if you're for this or against kind of this change. All right, so another one of the things that is going on, and this is predominantly in a Facebook group called the Sport Kite Pilots Lounge, but I'm starting to see some of these videos popping up on YouTube, which I think is super awesome, and we're going to work on trying to create a collaboration video of most of these videos on sportkite.org to share with all of you, but it's this, let's call it a trick, challenge video and it's a see a slide send a slide and so it's using your sport kite and you do a trick that's called a slide and that's where you essentially send the kite in a horizontal position across the wind window and there's really no points or grading it's all just about kind of everyone's participating and having fun and challenging each other and sharing it. And I think this is really awesome. This is tapping into this kind of communal sense of wanting to play around and experiment and have fun. And yeah, there are some people who are just amazing at what they do. And there are some people who are doing it in amazing locations, but honestly, everybody is getting pretty much the same response. They're getting loves, they're just getting likes, they're getting engagement from all sorts of flyers across the spectrum that are really interested in just kind of partaking in this challenge. And the other side of this, that I'm seeing is the constructive criticism in a very positive sense. I know I said constructive criticism, but sometimes constructive criticism can be kind of harsh and negative, but this seems to be in a very positive sense. So, you know, John Doe posts a video of him doing a slide across the window and he's like, man, I was a little bit wobbly at the end. You know, how can I fix that? And you get five, 10 people commenting like, hey, you know, why don't you work on adjusting that right hand and predicting it a little bit, or it was just the wind, or maybe it was your location, or are you taking a step while doing this? And so you're getting a lot of this instant feedback, which traditionally we would get if we were out on the kite field altogether, but of course we can't really be doing that right now. So it's just really awesome to see this kind of feedback coming through this very simple easy challenge of see a slide send a slide i can't wait to see what the next little challenge is going to be all right and so the last little bit of news i want to bring you is something that i don't necessarily know if it actually did happen or if we're waiting for it to happen but it came across my little newsfeed, and I thought it was just awesome and I wanted to share it with all of you so apparently there are a group of folks that are in Glasgow Scotland at the COP26 climate summit and they're there protesting and trying to raise awareness for climate change and what have you and mainly what they're asking folks to do is to come write uh, messages on a piece of bunting and then they'll attach it to a kite and they will fly it high as a sign of a peaceful protest and to put the words out there but What they're also doing, and I cannot wait to see if this actually happened, is they're setting up a whole bunch of sport kites where anyone is free to come and test their skills, including uh, a particular, I don't know if we should call it an event or a competition or what have you, but it's called knocking over the welly. So they're gonna be setting up a boot and I don't know if this boot's gonna be on the ground or if it's gonna be up on a pedestal or what have you, but the object is to knock this thing over. And for those that don't know what I'm talking about, wellies are these pretty much like knee high or half calf high boots. They're rubber boots. They're meant for walking around in mud and and cheap crap and stuff like that. Uh, usually you see them with most farmers or, or stuff like that. So yeah. The object is going to be to knock over this boot. Now, (laughs) I'm just picturing this. I think it's absolutely hilarious. And I also think it's a very interesting way to introduce a whole bunch of people to sport kite flying. um, While at the same time kind of touching on precision and skill, but making it fun. So... Yeah, if I hear more about this or if I can find any video, I'll definitely share it on the Sportkite.org uh, Facebook page. And yeah, so stay tuned for that. <laughs> um, I may have to recreate it here to see if I can knock over a boot. Um, yeah, we'll see, right? Maybe that'll be the next video series or the video challenges. We challenge everyone to knock over a welly. All right. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to close out this episode. This was just kind of a recap of some of the stuff that is going on in the sport kite world. And next week we'll be getting back to a little bit more discussion of tips and tricks and techniques. And so stay tuned for that. We try to drop a new episode every Wednesday uh, and it goes to your favorite feed, be it whatever you like to listen to it on uh, please do give it a like and a share if you're on facebook give the web or give the facebook page sportkite.org a like and a share it goes a long way to helping keep this thing alive and helping us to kind of grow the community of sport kite flyers out there so I wanted to give a big shout out to all of our supporters and all of you that are tuning in and listening. And if you hear of anything sport kite related that you think should be on this podcast, please let me know at info at Or if you have questions that you would like uh, our panel of experts to ask to answer or even if you have questions that you would like me to ask a beginner because I'm going to have a handful more uh, beginner sport kite flyers on this podcast and doing interviews with them um, kind of getting their perspective so if you have anything like that that you would like to hear or any suggestions or ideas let me know info at sportkite.org and we'll hopefully get to it in one of the next episodes All right. Thanks everybody. I'm going to head out. It is just cranking out there. The wind is crazy and I'm going to see if I can pop up a vented kite in this. All right. Bye everybody.